If I put lights on my shoes, will I run faster? Can you guys also hear the voices? Or is it just me? Hmm. All of these questions you can find the answer to on This Paranormal Life. Hey, welcome back everyone to the podcast. You are listening to us on a Tuesday. Tuesday. And we're so excited to be back here bringing you the latest creepy paranormal tale which we are about to investigate. I'm joined by... Best friend and war criminal, Kit Greer. Didn't even mention Paranormal Investigator that time. War criminal is, um, that's still a pending title. My trial truly is pending. Right. So uh, we'll just hold off on that one. Paranormal Investigator for now. Best friend title? Pending. Pending. (laughs) It's actually very much dependent on the war criminal one. Because I don't want to be associated with anyone who isn't a war criminal. (laughs) You've got to have common interests with your friends. Uh, So if you haven't listened to this podcast before... Basically, every week we investigate a brand new paranormal tale, case, or beast that is either researched by us or submitted to us to then be researched by us. Do we do a lot of the goddamn work? I'm just realizing. Just here. realizing. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of piggybacking going on here. Exactly. Oh, we're getting sidetracked here. One thing yeah. we like to do on this podcast is get straight to the point. Dive right into the episode, or should I say, the whole? Whoa. Let's go back. To the year 1795. Wow, really dialing back the clock. And we're on a little island called Oak Island. Why does that sound familiar? Uh, where is this island, roughly speaking? Is that a sp- is that a spoiler, or do you just not know? Oh, a spoiler. Wow. Yeah, can't tell you because okay. what a, that's a big spoiler. Took you a long time. Definitely to say know spoiler. it. Definitely know it. I really? don't want to spoil it. So we'll we'll hang on to that little bit of info. Um, a young boy named Daniel McGinnis is out on a walk. Okay. Fresh air, ocean breeze. Daniel McGinnis, this does sound like it's relatively close to home. I'm just going to look it up. Guys, <laughs> so you don't Jesus know. Jesus Christ. The spoiler? No. I don't want to spoil the story for anyone. Not even me. <laughs> uh, Oak Island is an island in Canada. Okay. Well, he's out there. Nice walk. Okay. Ocean breeze, etc., etc. Beautiful. When he stumbles on a patch of sunken ground. Hmm. Now, usually, you know, you see a little patch like this. You wouldn't really be excited. But Oak Island, or should I call it Treasure Island, has long been... (laughs) Gotta have to substantiate that, yeah. I think it's pretty much stands for itself. But it has long been famous for the legends that surround it. Legends claiming that there is treasure buried on the island. Never would have guessed. So, of course, young McGinnis grabs his friends, Anthony Vaughn and John Smith, and collectively... They begin digging down into the earth. Anthony Vaughn, John Bond, and his brother, Jovi. (laughs) They started digging. Two feet down, the group hit a large solid stone. Whoa. But that wasn't going to stop them. They removed the stone and kept digging, allegedly for another 30 feet. What? Look, how would you even climb out at that point? How many... Opportunities you get in your life to find buried treasure. How broke were they? That's what I want to know. Dude, you're set for life if you find buried treasure. I guess. Do you think the people presumably... I will dig non-stop like a faithful dog if you promise me a single doubloon by the day's end. I truly was born in the wrong era. You know how people say uh, ignorant people have their head in the sand? I am full body in the sand, swimming around in the liquid dirt looking for doubloons. That's how ignorant I am. Problem, Yeah, the problem is you don't see any value in anything other than doubloons. It's not just a figure of speech. You can keep I, your f- 
dollars. I borderline you can keep your saw goddamn queen's the money. Monopoly man offer you ten mil. Ten mil doubloons? No. F off then, Monopoly man. Go directly to jail. Do not pass go, but do give me doubloons. He, run, he runs you over in the big silver car. <laughs> Look, it's not my fault doubloons are the sexiest currency of all time. Does, what? I don't want to get bought. I could talk about how hot doubloons are for hours, but that's... I'm not asking you to. Please talk about it for five seconds. Just all right. anything. Uh, one, they're golden. Two, okay. they're hot. I mean, not really. Three, pirates had them. Four, pirates were hot. Okay. Five. So, so it's by association. So you're just pirates attracted of the to Caribbean. pirates. Okay. Six. Johnny Depp? Jolly Roger. Okay. I think you just like <laughs> Johnny Depp seven, Orlando Bloom. a horny Roger. <laughs> what I would give to be the cabin boy. <laughs> you best start believing in pirate erotica kit. Because <laughs> I'm in one. <laughs> they, so they dug for 30 feet. They dug and they dug through dirt and layers of oak logs before it just simply became too much. So eventually this was just too big of a task for the three little boys to do. But their excavation did establish the site that would soon become known as the Money Pit. Whoa. Almost a decade later, a company named the Onslow Company decided to take over the hole. Now these guys were men. Men with equipment. A goddamn dad squad. Right, a borderline dad squad. You've got a bunch of men out there, biceps bulging, dad knowledge in their brains. Mm. And they dug another 60 feet into the ground before the shovel hit something. They grabbed the object and lifted it out of the hole, washing the dirt off to reveal a stone. And upon washing away more of the dirt, they realized that there was something carved into the stone. Oh. The message was translated to reveal the words. Y'all got scammed. <laughs> The little boys are sailing the high seas with thousands of doubloons, chewing on gold coins. It just says, more wood below. <laughs> the message said, I'm going to do a pirate voice for it because I assume pirates carved it. Please do. 40 feet below, 2 million pounds lie buried. Not 2 million pounds like the money. 2 million pounds of something? Yeah. It's, okay. it's quite ambiguous, actually, because it obviously wasn't two million English pounds. I mean, which, by the way, in the 1700s would be approximately a trillion pounds. <laughs> right. Which I don't think you could bury under an island. That's true. Unless it's the sand doubloons and all, <laughs> all of these people are just blind. Tiny doubloons. Uh, now, obviously, discovering this, the team are ecstatic. Mm -hmm. They start digging down deeper, deeper into the hole. They want to be the ones to be the, to find this treasure, the treasure of Oak Island. Of course. But suddenly, with one deep push of the shovel, water breaks through the soil and begins filling the entire hole. Whoa, that's not good. They can you imagine it. the can you imagine the panic? <laughs> yeah, right. Because like, what are they on? Sixty feet now, and then just goosh. And sixty boom. feet is a lot of feet. It's so deep. That's several stories. The only way you're getting out at that point is by it. I mean, I don't know how physics works, but I imagine that if water starts filling the hole, yeah. then you just calmly, Legend of Zelda, Legend of Schlelda style, rise to the top. Right. Yeah. Or like, I assume they were smart enough to have a ladder in the hole. A 60 foot ladder? Yeah. Or a series of ladders. <laughs> a pulley system. These are smart men. These are dads. They know what they're doing. I think this is the first time a dad's ever dug a hole. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> you have very high opinions of dads. 
Well, news of the money pit and its treasure spread across the island like wildfire. Wow. But a lot of the locals were worried because legend has it that before the Oak Island treasure can be found, seven people have to die. I knew it was going to be blood has to be spilled. The blood of an innocent, a virgin child. The blood of a dad (laughs) has to be spilt. The most pure blood of all. Dad blood. (laughs) Atop the Aztec pyramid laying down a dad with his dad bod. Decades of drinking lager. (laughs) And he's squealing, (laughs) writhing like a child to get away from getting cut. The blood of the father, the father and the holy father. That's required to get the treasure of the island. (laughs) Well, the Onslow company weren't giving up that easily obviously. There's water, sure, but they use buckets, pumps, anything they could to drain the water out of the hole. But no matter how much they drained, the hole would always fill back up again. Wow. Yeah. It's almost as if they're fighting against Mother Nature herself. Or a pirate curse. (laughs) Right, sorry. This actually stopped progress for 45 years. Holy shit. So it's not the same dads anymore. Presumably these dads are long gone. But a new group of dads have stepped in. They come in the form of the Truro Company. Where are their children? (laughs) They're clearly not raising their children. Every day they leave their wife and kids behind. And every day their wives plead, get a job. We're starving. They're like, listen, sweetheart, all you need is one win in the treasure hunting business and you're set for life. All I'm going to say is no judgment on these dads at all. You know, if I'm fathering a son, right? he's 11 years old, <clears throat> and you walk up to me on his 12th birthday and offer me the ultimatum of him or a single doubloon, mm-hmm. I will follow you into the night. I will take that doubloon. And Not let- even the doubloon. If you promise me somewhere in the park you've buried a doubloon, I will leave my Good family. Enough. <laughs> I will leave everything all my responsibilities to dig till the day i die there's a lot of talk these days of the human brain is fully formed in your sort of early to mid 20s right bullshit your brain is fully formed when you are too old to order a happy meal about 12 years old the day that your kid eats a cheeseburger off the 99p menu he's a man he's a man he has hair on his chest and he can goddamn dig for his own doubloons he can f*** off if he thinks he's getting in on this hole tell mcdonald's employee greg to pour a shot of whiskey because your son just became a man give me a mcflurry no oreos (laughs) my boy needs to put hair on his chest give me an apple pie extra hot (laughs) and a root beer hold the root after like literally go to any other restaurant you can have all of those things they're like yeah whatever that'll be 15 pounds Flick him a doubloon. Keep the change. (laughs) Who are you and why do you have a son? (laughs) Well, these Truno workers had a way of using drills to grab the soil at the bottom of the pit and drag it up through the water. This is 45 years later, you know, technology has advanced. They're coming at it with a fresh mind. Mm. One day they used these drills to pull up a strange object from the bottom. The whole crew gathered round to see what it was. After cleaning the object, they realized they had discovered three links from a chain made entirely of gold. Whoa. Right? The first big discovery. Can you imagine? 
I mean, this is 45 years after people have been digging for the first time in this hole, and you discover the first piece of gold? The legends are true. The gold is here. I, I feel like the the more gold you find, the more you got to keep your voice down. Don't yeah. tell anyone about the goddamn gold. Oak you Island know, is a small island. Small island. You're going to the pub that night, maybe kicking back with the brewski, yeah. and they're going, hey, Joel, how's it going down the old money pit? And he's, you know he's taking a piss out of you. But you've rocked up and you've somehow made that three-link chain into a full golden chain around your neck. You've, you've smelted it, Don. You smelted it, you thinned it out, and now you have uh, actual wrapper chains. And it, it you've was, got grills. And it was actually... <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> you can barely talk to you, Donald. Yeah. Ah, nothing yet. <laughs> nothing yet, Joel. Nothing yet down the old pit. Ah, I guess we're wasting our time. Or you do that whole thing where you're like facing away from them and it's like, oh, there's old crazy Max who's been digging away in the hole for years. And you're kind of looking away from them and you're like, yeah, I suppose, uh, I guess you think it's all been a big waste of time. And <laughs> turn like, oh, Everyone's they're all blinded. blinded by your golden grills. But the further they dug in the hole, the more and more water traps they would hit on the way down. That's awful. That's This sounds so arduous. It was like the money pit was booby-trapped. There has been, in 50 years of discovery, there has been a lot of water and no money. Uh, chains? Three links? Three links? Chains? That's not it. That's barely even a chain. If, if one link is a link, yeah. two links is... You cannot call two links a chain. Three links? Chain city, baby. Three Take that links? That's a bank does not wrap around even your goddamn wrist. That's a bangle. But I it, said it. The, the value, though, in those chains is uh -huh. the promise that deeper down there is more than chains. It's not money yet. It could be. It could be. Any money is very soggy at this point. Well, anyway, they gave up. <laughs> no, they Because the hole was too deep and it was too wet. <laughs> I can't believe this took 50 years. Like, how... To come to that conclusion. How, how many dads' lives wasted? Right? Well, people aren't going to let this thing go. Not after the gold was discovered. <laughs> me. So we're flashing forward now to 1861. And a group called the Oak Island Association took over. They thought, look, how about this, all right? We dig another shaft. <clears throat> and we could use that to drain the water from the money pit. This is like the shittiest, oldest version of Storage Hunters. You know there's someone in the town who, like, he, he like, leans against a tree right beside the hole, flicking a doubloon, and he waits for passersby, and he's like, Oh, lordy! <laughs> <laughs> what am I to do with all these doubloons? Not at all suspicious that he sounds like that in Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> and Canadians walking by. Oh, gee, sir, where'd you get that shiny coin over there? Well, I got it on this here little patch of soil. Gee, why do you talk like that, mister? Well, when I see an irresistible plot of land, I just get taken aback. Now, say you wouldn't be interested in purchasing of this here plot of land, would you? Well, uh, it's... You look like a wise young man. I'm sure it's too expensive for me and my brother here. Well, could you put a price on pirate fortunes? Pirate fortunes? Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was pirates this far north. <laughs> the legend has it that there's gold buried in this here hole. And the most important part is no one has to die for you to get it. <laughs> <laughs> no one said anything about anything, uh, anyone dying. Did? I thought you mentioned... 
No, you didn't no. mention that. No. I just, I just asked you where you got the money from. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. No one has to die then, doesn't you're, it? You're very scatterbrained, sir. Slowly tucking a rifle back in his trousers. <laughs> Halfway through the conversation, he forgets what he's doing and starts eating the chocolate coin he said was in the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Appears the ruse is up. Well played, sir. He's nervously dabbing his forehead like a southern gentleman, except it's like minus 20 in Nova Scotia. <laughs> oh, the other shaft. They're going to dig another shaft. Okay. They're doing something different, at least. Yeah. It's not just dig the hole. Yeah. So the workers are down there trying to find some way to drain this money pit. When suddenly the floor of the new shaft starts to rumble beneath them. What? The bottom of the shaft gave out and dropped 15 feet. People are falling, ropes are pulled, everyone's panicking. All of a sudden, one of the water pumps above ground bursts and kills a worker. Me. How? It's a water pressure, it's like a goddamn super soaker times a million. I don't, yeah. I assume the pump just exploded. Okay. Maybe the guy was like right beside and there's it. There's some shrapnel just he hit him right in the skull. Just evaporated. Okay. Like red mist. Just <laughs> poof, like gone. <laughs> and then a voice from the clouds. <laughs> the first has been claimed. <laughs> and a single doubloon falls from the sky. And then they're like, wait, does that mean there's only going to be seven doubloons? <laughs> yes, my fortune. <laughs> Of Jack, the shit pirate. Imagine, imagine the uh, the voice of God was a pirate voice. Imagine how worried you would be. You know, you're like a very faithful, God-fearing person. You're praying on your knees every night, you know, for the health of you and your family and your loved ones. And then the day that you hear back from the big guy upstairs. It's just, the first thing you hear is, Yahar! <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, or you know, like when uh, when you're dying, they have like the death carriage that like okay. comes along. Mm -hmm. Life is fading away from you. You're slipping into death, and on the horizon, you just see <laughs> the Jolly Roger <laughs> flying through the clouds. You're like, oh shit! <laughs> like I do I not have anywhere I near enough treasure to barter with this, <laughs> with this god. <laughs> I did not live my life according to the pirate code. <laughs> Well, obviously, after this, the Oak Island Association stop their expedition. <laughs> Everyone obviously wants this treasure, but at what cost? The rumors of the Oak Island curse begin spreading once more. Would you keep going? No! <laughs> I never would have set foot in the hole to begin with. <laughs> I am not an idiot You're or a dad. A <laughs> You're missing out on a goddamn fortune here. I'm starting to think whenever you crank out a child, you just lose all mental faculties and you start, you know, wishing on goddamn wishing wells full of money. Well, look, you know, nowadays when men reach a certain age, you get your midlife crisis. Yeah. And nowadays you go buy a sports car, you know, right. you get a crazy haircut, you <laughs> go like bungee jumping off a bridge. Yeah. In the olden days, all you could do was become a treasure hunter. <laughs> It's true. You just had to become a pirate. Well, it turns out one death isn't enough to stop people from going after this goddamn treasure. There's a reason they call it the money pit. Either there's money in the pit or people sink their money into the pit. I'm glad you've acknowledged that. Yeah. Well, a new group takeover and they're, they're obviously coming in like, you cowards. Mm. One death is going to freak you out. It's like you found gold and you're going to back off now. 
Like he's like saying this as he's putting on his scuba diving kit. He is you. I am ready to die for a single doubloon. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks from now, you're going to be kissing my golden ass. And then like backflips into the hole. <laughs> Doesn't realize the hole's been drained. Snaps his neck on the floor. Falls 60 feet. <laughs> Has like a long time to think about what he just did. Oh! <laughs> Then the voice from above, the second death has been played. <laughs> Flicks a coin into the pit. <laughs> Another doubloon from <laughs> What Greg is that voice, sh- by the way? <laughs> Another life has been claimed. Well, because I guess like, you know, like good pirates, when they, they die, they leave behind like fortunes. Okay. But I guess this guy right. who owned the money pit was the shittest pirate mm. ever. He only had seven doubloons. You know, there's like Redbeard the pirate and Blackbeard the pirate. This yeah. is Neckbeard the pirate. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cheapest and shittest pirate on all the seven seas. Oh my God. Every time he docks is Pirates of the Caribbean style. His boat is just sinking as he like approaches the harbor, yeah. steps foot on the docks, tips his, his fedora. fedora. <laughs> I'm neckbeard the pirate. The only pirate to ever vape. Vape the seven seas. The new group arrive and they begin digging and draining the hole just like everyone else. Deeper and deeper. And one day, one of the workers named Maynard Kaiser, was being lifted to the surface when his rope became loose from the pulley and sent him plummeting back down into the hole to his death. He deserved it. I'm saying it right now. He deserved it. Should have known better. This is death number two. The legend says there there needs to be seven deaths before the treasure can be claimed. It's a bad deal. It is a bad deal. Bad deal. And then if you are, like, if you're the workman, show up at night with a crew seven specifically yeah push them in the hole cover the lid and wake up to treasure that's well, my that's my policy also you know like i'm a big animal rights advocate but human what, rights what's f- no get in the hole <laughs> this is me giving a speech <laughs> to my workers uh you are a bad boss <laughs> <laughs> yes jim jim's raising his hand in the back of the room um i quit fine i guess you can do that but you have to pick up your pension from the hole <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to leave the pension. Shit. I haven't been contributing to your pension so much as occasionally tossing a coin into the pit. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering, you know, what's the rules here? Like, uh, you know, like, I figure like rat deaths, that might be a little kind of low tier. But what right. about like, a, I don't know, like a dog or like a chimp? A chimp? <laughs> because chimps can work. They're basically shitty they, humans. They can also monkeys die better. I feel bad about saying they this can die learned. better. <laughs> it's not as bad apparently when they die compared to humans. I'm really glad you clarified that. <laughs> Instead of being like they die better, they're louder, angrier, more sporadic. It's just yeah. it's a better experience. They're like bloody Spartans. They go down <laughs> in a flame of glory. Well, from 1909 onwards, many different groups tried and failed. To excavate the money pit. Jesus Christ. Last millennium? The millennium that we were born in? Oh, hell yeah. Wow. Including a group of explorers called the Old Salvage Group. And here's a picture of the Old Salvage Group. Oh, please. They definitely look like a capable crew. Yeah, I mean, in essence, it's a picture of a dad squad. It really, is it's a of. lot of dads with a lot of free time digging for treasure. I wanted to include a picture of these guys because one of their members was actually FDR, the president. What? Yeah. He what? was a member of the old salvage group. What? <laughs> yeah. 
What? He was one of the people that went to the money pit and looked for treasure. The president. Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, this is a big deal. People want this treasure. They believe it's here. Well, these attempts continued into 1958. Now, we're saying a lot of people were searching here, but they're also finding stuff. People are finding sheepskins with messages scribbled what? on them. What? More tablets, engravings. Oh my God. Tools which they believed were used to make the money pit. And even fragments, mineral fragments of more gold. But with all of these artifacts, there is still no treasure yet. Maybe because there's only two deaths. Who knows? God damn it. The next attempt was made in 1959 by a man named Robert Restall okay. and his team. One day while setting up the pumps to drain the water, Robert accidentally inhaled the carbon monoxide fumes emitting from one of the engines. Okay, awesome. The world faded around him. He began to lose his balance and he fell down into the pit to his death. What, what depth is it at this point? Deep. Very deep. Real deep. Okay. I mean, it Enough was... Enough to break a man's neck. It was like, what did we say, 60 feet a hundred years ago? Yeah, at least. <laughs> like, it is getting insane to this point. It is so deep and large. And there's like multiple pits now. His son, seeing his father fall into the pit, ran over to climb down and rescue him. But accidentally inhaled a huge amount of carbon <laughs> oh, monoxide and fell into the oh, hole. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Listen, get your carbon monoxide filters or alarms checked, people. It's a silent killer. Which I guess is a canary. Not only if you... Check your canaries, folks. <laughs> Two nearby workers shot up in panic and ran over to save the boy and his father. They inhaled the fumes and fell into the pit. No, you're, you're ad-libbing. What it, this is real? Four lives were claimed that day. Shut your mouth. The father, the son, and oh, two workers. This is so dumb. All fell into the pit. They're so pointlessly tragic that's six lives kit i was really wondering how you're gonna get from like two to <laughs> <laughs> i know because <laughs> you think the people were like working that day and they're like i don't know why we're digging like only two people have died in this pit like we got maybe years to go and then it's like oh no did you not hear robert his son and the two workers just fell in and died we're up to six god damn it's like d-day now whoa everyone starts backing away from the hole because yeah, someone's about to push gonna be someone next. In. <laughs> hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you are somebody who loves all things spooky, then Real Life Ghost Stories podcast is the one for you. My name is Emma. I am the host of Real Life Ghost Stories podcast. And every week I bring to you three podcast episodes that are full to the brim with paranormal stories. Every Wednesday and Friday, I release a mini episode, which is dedicated to the spooky stories of our listeners. And every Sunday, we deep dive into a famous paranormal case. You can find Real Life Ghost Stories wherever you get your podcasts. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now this thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of your yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com ParanormalLife today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ParanormalLife. With Restall and his son dead, and two of his workers, the team obviously gave up. You'd be crazy to keep on after this. But in the 1960s, the Triton Alliance were the next group to give it a shot. And, you know, 1960s here, we're talking pretty damn advanced. This is very worryingly recent. They installed a giant steel tube that they could use to lower a camera down into the money pit. Finally, some f***ing technology. Right. The camera didn't find any treasure, but it did see something floating down in the water. As the camera approached the object, it became clear. It was a human hand. Well, I mean, a lot of people have died in the pit. <laughs> and soon after, the rest of the body was discovered. They don't know whose body it was. Okay. It could have been from the workers, but they never found out whose body it actually was. Okay. Soon after the body was discovered, the shaft started falling apart. The company ran out of money, and they had to shut down the operation. Is this one of the bodies that fell in the hole? Or... Did this mean there was already a body in the hole, and this is the seven lives claimed? Like, we could be at seven lives and not even realize it yet. Interesting. I know what you're thinking. We're not going to the hole. I did notice that you had added a stretch goal to yeah. our Patreon page called yes. Let's Go to the F***ing Hole. Uh, it didn't make sense to any of our uh, pa patrons. 500 because, grand for I mean, tools and shit. We haven't released this episode yet, so <laughs> they were none the wiser. We lost a lot of patrons, actually, on that one. Which is weird because, you know, all of our tiers are like uh, $5, $20, yeah. Yeah. Uh, $50. And then the last one is one doubloon. <laughs> we go to the hole. Send Triton Alliance. Who's Triton Alliance? No one knows who that is. <laughs> I, I do like that all these um, companies have kind of cool names right you've got to have a crew name they're all the type of companies that are so rich that you, no one even knows what they do yeah like triton yes. alliance what the hell is that yeah they're just a rich company that, that, that can could be like a goddamn you know like venture capital fund or that could be like a plumbers who knows yeah exactly it's kind of cool you'd hope it would be plumbers with the, <laughs> with the water and everything with, with the yeah the, the pit sure <laughs> The Mario Brothers showed up on the scene. Waluigi took in a huge breath of carbon monoxide. <laughs> fell in the pit. Fell in the warp tube. <laughs> and that takes us up to the last few years, when a pair of treasure-hunting brothers picked up the rights to excavate on the money pit. We're talking the year 2000. Jesus Christ. The History Channel became aware of the brothers' efforts and commissioned a show called The Curse of Oak Island. Whoa. Which has run now for four or five seasons. Okay. How many deaths? No deaths. Okay. Good. So far. This is what the this is what the entire search needed 
was I understand that TV crews and stuff they have like first safety aid people, protocols. safety people. <laughs> I'm just imagining one of these explorers, and uh, you know they got a producer on site, and he's like a you know savvy producer type, and he's like he's like okay, good morning, folks. Uh, so what's the the first shot of the day? <laughs> the explorer's like, well, I'm gonna wrap a rope around my waist and my around my is- neck and lower myself into the hole. <laughs> Well, I'm more or less going to jump in rather than lower myself. And then my brother's going to yank on the rope right before I hit the bottom. How about we put you in a harness and lower you down? Ah, I guess that could be safer. Well, in the series, digging around the hole and the swamp area, they made a number of big discoveries. Whoa. First was a Spanish coin from the 17th century. Okay. Then a Roman sword. What? Then How por- far back are we going here? Dude, wait till you see. Then Portuguese carvings and even evidence that the island had been visited by the ancient Aztecs. What? Shut. I'm what? Not, I'm not kidding. I what? am not kidding. But, th- but this, what? This, this is suddenly getting a lot deeper than just doubloons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why are there Romans and Aztecs? And god goddamn conquistadors the leaving the, remnants run here. We're just about to go into a little bit about the history of this island and why there are so many things on it. Okay. Please. But basically in the penultimate episode of the show's fifth season, the brothers discovered a brooch containing a five hundred year old gemstone. Whoa. I mean, they're doing it. They're, well, yeah, I mean, this is this they're is finding the treasure, treasure, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're not just coming up empty-handed. They're genuinely finding treasures and artifacts what on and around this money pit. This island, because of its location mm. and its, like, incredibly colorful history, there are so many different theories about what actually lies in the bottom of this money pit. Because it was so central uh, in terms of it being, like, a pirate hub, there's a lot of different legends surrounding what could be buried on this island some of the crazy ones are that some people think william shakespeare's early manuscripts and (laughs) earnings are buried on the island why why would it be there another theory claims uh, mary antoinette buried her treasure on the island during the french revolution there must be some logical history to back this up i don't know enough shit about history jesus's freaking hat <laughs> it's probably down there dude i'd really like it if you weren't talking about like the crown of thorns it was just this dope no hat. no no his hat like they left it out of all the stained glass windows but he actually rocked a hat like 90 percent of the time the borderline beanie a lot of the time <laughs> jesus's beanie was the, was the treasure <laughs> the son of god snap back was, was the the treasure all along <laughs> It's like the it's like the legends of like golden treasures just, were very overblown. Just the sticker on the supreme hat. <laughs> um, uh, there's also obviously legends of pirates, Freemasonry treasure, and one man, one very rich, popular, famous man named Vincent Astor financed part of this entire expedition okay. in the belief that they might uncover the Ark of the Covenant. Wow. 
I mean, whatever this island is and whatever this history surrounding it is, apparently there's like Freemasonry artifacts littered all across the island. I uh, spent a lot of this episode ragging on this story, and um, quite honestly, as soon as we wrap this puppy up, I want to hop on Skyscanner, and I really think we ought to check this place out. Right? It's pretty badass. We could get a cheap flight to Nova Scotia, <laughs> along with FDR, along with this guy, Vincent, Vincent Astor, hmm. Astor, throwing his money at it. Another one of the big investors was popular movie star John Wayne. What? He th- threw his fortune into this money pit, paying Ooh-wee. and investing in teams to go and try and find the treasure. Wow. I mean, that does sound like a very John Wayne-y thing to do. Definitely. But if there's one man I trust to get the job done... John goddamn it's Wayne. a fictional fucking Cowboy. character. Yeah. Uh, but one of the most interesting investors that I found that really kind of blew this case wide open in a direction I don't know where it's going. I mean, going. I don't know who this could be, seeing as we've currently had FDR and John Wayne. One of the big investors in these projects was the one and only... Richard E. Bird. Do you remember Richard E. Bird? Refresh my memory. This was the man who flew to both poles and delivered cryptic messages about the hollow earth. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. In one of those episodes, we listened to his audio testimony about visiting the Antarctic and about how we should be yeah, worried. Yeah, it's going to be important yeah, one of these days. Yeah, the future needs to focus on that area specifically. I mean, I think I deemed him to be wrong on that one. Irrelevant. <laughs> but why is a man who was huh. once linked to the hollow earth now paying people to dig a big-ass hole? <laughs> I rest my case. So, I think... I it's, rest. It's definitely Roy's eating his notes. <laughs> I mean, you obviously typed them. The data still exists on your laptop. Case dismissed. <laughs> Not how court I have works. paper cuts all over my mouth. <laughs> I don't know if that last bit of information is definitely pretty fascinating. Um, it, it was just I think interesting. It, it almost <laughs> means it's less true somehow. So that about wraps up the history of the money pit. And what's going on right now in the world of the money pit? Uh, to my knowledge, there has still not been any huge amount of treasure discovered, uh, or at least discovered and declared. Yeah. Because you know the go- the gov is going to try and tax that shit. <laughs> tax my doubloons. <laughs> but obviously on this podcast, <clears throat> we're faced with a larger question. Is this paranormal? That's what it's going to come down to. Is this whole paranormal? Is this legend paranormal? As always, that is the question at the end of every episode. I think my major problem with the concept of the curse is that it would... If indeed we have seven legitimate deaths in and around the whole... Don't know the exact, you know, small print of this curse. If we had that, it would at the very least be a fantastic coincidence... Uh, at the most, be a bona fide curse. Right. We don't know if we have seven deaths. We have six verified deaths. It's true. In the hole. It's true. And uh, then this floating and then body. This, yeah, which was too, like, bloviated to That know could have been one of the was. workers. Yeah. God knows how many people were hurt or injured in that hole that they never told anyone about on the outside. Yeah, and you know the guys who are in the hole, digging the hole... Do not have loved ones who are like retrieving that body. These guys have nothing left to lose. No. You die in the hole, you become part of the hole. Yeah. 
you know, I, I really like the story. I'm big into pirates and curses, but I'm not entirely sure if the curse of uh, Neckbeard the pirate is essentially convincing enough or we have enough proof or evidence of it mm -hmm. to make a convincing argument that that is linked to the discovery of actual treasure on the island. Do I think that there might be treasures buried in that money pit or around it on the island? Absolutely. I think there's probably quite a few things that people haven't discovered yet on that island. Do I think that it is paranormal in any sense? No. It is a no from me this week. It definitely blew my mind that there was anything other than dirt <laughs> down there. That blew my goddamn socks off. But we have not seen anything produced. We've seen fantastic treasures produced. Yeah. Nothing paranormal. Nothing paranormal. They didn't yeah. like hit a rock and a ghost came out. It right. was like, stay away! <laughs> and like faded into the night. They're like, what the f*** was that? What was that? Did you hear that? Holy shit. <laughs> that was it. I mean, that's like... <laughs> that's all the bar ghosts have and they like fade off into the into the clouds yeah i'd hope that would be enough to stop the excavation team i mean if water stopped them well i mean ghost... we learned from the ancient egyptian expedition that they were warned at several turns that they were going to be cursed and oh, yeah. they there was so much money behind the expedition they did not stop <laughs> blinded by doubloons but i think it is a double no this week so unfortunately on the podcast this week, that is a double no. But thank you so much to Barry Norton for emailing the Oak Island Money Pit case into thisparanormallifepodcast at gmail.com. That is a reminder, folks, if you want us to investigate a particular tale and talk about it here on the show, email it in or you can tweet us at thisparalife or post about it in our Facebook group, uh, with The Secret Society. Shh, don't talk about it, but post there and tell all your friends. And if you want to delve deeper down this rabbit hole, this money pit, you can check out the show notes of the episode. That's right. Every episode, we detail the research um, that went into it um, in terms of Rory's research for this episode. That's probably, um, there's a lot of stuff redacted there that, you know, that he considered spoilers that you can find out about in the show notes. Absolutely. I would say, you know, that this Paranormal Life Patreon is a bit like the money pit. You know, you guys throw your cash in it and there's a 1% chance you'll get anything <laughs> of worth in return. <laughs> oh, but if you do get it, it's going to be worth it. And not until, <laughs> not until seven dads die <laughs> in the goddamn paranormal nation will the, our patron just overflow with doubloons and bonus content. That's right. That's the only currency we accept in the commune, by the way. It's, can we start... Cult if, doubloons. If if, if there is uh, someone technologically proficient in the paranormal nation, I would love to start a crypto doubloon. Yeah, uh, that's a really good and, idea. And actually. that would be the official currency, probably, of the paranormal commune. Uh, you know, we're really ramping up things towards the establishment of this commune. So we need to get lots of things in place, in including a currency. We only accept crypto doubloons and cult dollars. For the commune. Every week, we shout out members of the Paranormal Nation that have joined the uh, Patreon cult and commune. And actually, first of all, I have an overdue shout out. We had one of our longtime listeners, Vicky Gregorich. Yeah, she uh, emailed us a long time ago uh, and sent in this uh, incredible glass for drinking, uh, this like jar glass for drinking Lombardi out of. It looks very cursed. It is highly cursed. It seems to depict a... Uh, a small girl with blacked out eyeballs carrying a cursed looking doll 
Uh, the whole thing is black and white and very old and cursed looking. And we love it. Uh, anyway, thank you so much that, for that, Vicky. Um, and shout out to um, her sister's um, business where she apparently makes these things uh, at decoupage.ie. And we're also going to shout out our most recent members of the Patreon. Here we are. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you to Dave Parrott. What? Rory wanted to bloom. <laughs> Throw it in the hole. That's right. Thanks, Mr. Parrot, for chucking a doubloon in the hole of the Paranormal Pals. We appreciate it immensely. Thank you to Rachel McCormick. Rachel, how long can you hold your breath? Because I got a hole that's filling with water with a bunch of doubloons in the bottom, and I need someone to swim down and grab them for me. These are presumably the tactics used by the very persuasive explorers of this <laughs> hole. If you're interested, Rachel, please call 0800. Give me the money. Thank you to John Slingsby. John, you're just the man I was looking for. I need someone who can climb down a hole, vertical, head first. <laughs> Why? What's your tolerance to carbon monoxide, John? Same as anyone. Completely fatal. <laughs> then you're not the man I was looking for. I apologize. You're barely a man at all. A real man? Could withstand the poison. This is you after you've spent two weeks in Jamaica. <laughs> Thank you to Jeffrey Horden. Jeffrey, are you hoarding my doubloons? Because <laughs> I'm poor as shit. <laughs> Thank you to Tom Strachan. Tom, you look like a Strachan young man that could lower me via rope into a big ass hole. I tell you what. Soon as I come back up with a whole bucket of doubloons, I'll give you one. Sound good? I take your silence as a yes. <laughs> Thank you too. This is a goddamn crazy celebrity shout out. Famed designer Tom Ford. Thank you so much. I don't pop Molly, I rock Tom Ford. International, give me the doubloons. <laughs> Thank you too. Luke Aldridge. Thank you, Luke. And you know what? I'll dredge to that. Jesus Christ. That was such a stretch. <laughs> Thank you too, Daniel Bruzas. Daniel, please, to the love of God, do not bruise us. We promise you we'll give you the doubloons as soon as we find them. I know you've invested a lot in the goddamn hole. We all have, Daniel. Give us a little second. Do not bruise us, and we will get you your, your freaking money. All right? Thank you too, Kieran Bain. Kieran Bain, you are insane if you think I'm going in that goddamn hole with you. You're going down alone. I'm scared of that the dark, is I'm scared of water, and I'm scared of holes. The curse is on a six. I'm sending one more person in there before I get in there. And it's going to be Clumsy Bane for sure. <laughs> Thank you too. Melissa. Melissa, you have officially been in charge of the This Paranormal Life Militia. <laughs> Because we need someone to head up that operation just in case anyone tries to leave the cult. Yeah. Commune. They leave the commune. It's mostly for, you know, to, for, to protect the commune. To keep them out, not us in. But we will stay in. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Thank you, lastly, but not leastly, to J.B. Adley. J.B., I gladly accept your offer as a sacrifice to go down into the hole, head first. One more question. Are you a dad, though? 
Who? J- oh, JB? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were asking me. Yeah, I was we- like, irrelevant. Father of six, but irrelevant. <laughs> Gotta make sure you're a dad, JB, before we send you in there, or else the gods will not be pleased. Absolutely not. Thank you to everyone we've shouted out so far on this podcast, and everyone who shouted out before. If you haven't heard your name just yet and you are a patron, that is because your shout out is coming in a future episode. So just hang in there. If you're coming to the paranormal cult, remember to bring a shovel because we will be digging holes nonstop. Have you seen the movie Holes? Yeah. That's going to be what the commune is like. Digging holes and eating onions. Or whatever the f*** they eat in that movie. We need to start painting the commune in a better light. What we haven't mentioned so far is um, free mind time, which stretches from night to day, (laughs) a.k.a. 24 goddamn 7. Free mind time? Free mind time. No rules, no restrictions. You believe it, it's real. Welcome to the commune. I could be on a little... Wow, you're really good at bullshitting. You'll be awesome at this. I'm going to be a great cult leader. (laughs) Commune. What? Uh, Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We will see you next Tuesday for a brand new Paranormal Tale. Bye-bye. We're tracking. I can't get to sleep. (laughs) I think I'm out. Sorry, that's just my vocal warm up. (laughs) So high. I'm also reading from my diary. (laughs) I can't get to sleep. (laughs) All I can hear is the ticking. Everyone else in the house. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.